This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing on this Friday morning? It's Friday, buddy. I mean, uh, today's, uh, I'm tired, um, and it's a little sad. Today's the uh, celebration of uh, my coworker that passed away a week ago. So today's a little somber day. Oh. Um, he's getting a big hero send-off here in Fort Collins today, so that's an awesome thing. Um, so uh, that's great. So today's show in memory of Brendan Unit, uh, coworker of mine and buddy. And other than that... It's going to be a fun Friday, bud. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Glad. How about you? I'm glad you referred to it as a celebration. I think that uh, you know, funerals should be a celebration of what people brought to our lives, as opposed to you know, just a flat out mourning of their loss. Yeah, today is going to be really cool for him. I mean, he served our country. He was a former Marine. Uh, he he worked as a park ranger here in Fort Collins in Larimer County. Um, and of course, he served all the members of Costco here at the Timnath location, but he's going to get a procession uh, with a big, uh, where all the police officers drive around town with the sirens blaring in his salute. And then uh, I'd imagine he's going to get a 21 gun salute and uh, he's got a big, big celebration down in Windsor for his life. So as it should be, his personality was bigger than life. So that's a big thing. And I'm really happy for that for him. Oh, that's I mean, cr- it's for cr- as sad as everything is, it sucks. Yeah. But if you know, at least that's what he gets uh, on his way out. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, obviously kick the show off with a uh, question for my co-host. Okay. S- sort of along the same lines, but not really. Um, you know, for as long as cancer has existed, people have been searching for cures for cancer, whether it's on the holistic side or on the, uh, you know, very heavy invasive medical side. Tony, off the top of your head, what are some treatments for cancer that uh, come to mind? Well, usually with cancer comes chemo, uh, which is a, a lot of painful uh, effects on your body. You lose your hair. Uh, you go through that. There's uh, definitely a change in what you eat, things you do. Uh, if you like to get melanoma, obviously, a lot more uh, sun care. But uh, the biggest treatment I can think of is chemo. 
Yeah, chemo's the the big one that comes to mind. Uh, I think more on the holistic side, people have been uh, utilizing um, uh, THC um, and CBD to either help with the effects or um, you know try to kill it outright, even though you know it hasn't been studied to its full potential. Well, all of that goes to say that an Alabama man has been indicted on multiple federal charges after authorities say he was making drugs in his kitchen and marketing them as cancer treatments. The drugs, according to the indictment, were homemade suppositories manufactured in an environment so unsterile that customers reported finding pieces of hair in their (laughs) their suppository packs. Ugh. Ugh. North- is this out of Florida? No. Just, just asking for a friend. <laughs> it, it's close. Northern District of Alabama, U.S. Attorney oh. Prim Escalona, and FDSA Office of Criminal Investigations, Miami Field Office Special Agent in Charge Justin C. Fielder, on Thursday announced a 28-count indictment against 54-year-old Patrick Charles Bishop on charges related to his purchase, manufacture, and distribution of drug products that had never been reviewed or approved by the FDA, but that he claimed were effective cancer treatments. The Hoover man is charged with conspiracy, fraudulently introducing (laughs) adulterated drugs into interstate commerce, and fraudulently introducing misbranded drugs into interstate commerce. Bishop is also charged with fraudulently obtaining pre-retail medical products, creating false documentation for those products and knowingly possessing and trafficking in pre-retail medical products that he had obtained by fraud. So uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't trust any sort of homemade cancer treatment, let alone a suppository that is known to have pieces of hair in it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, I'm not going to buy anything that's probably, you know, not, fda approved or that that's out there you know if it's in some dude's garage or you know had a flea market or a corner corner of a street you know claiming to to have the cure for cancer i doubt it because if you had the cure um i mean it'd be great i would love it i would really 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 love it if there was a cure because f cancer it's the worst um yeah i'm not going to be buying it from uh Patrick Bishop on the corner uh, in Mobile, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> and I wonder what you know went through this guy's head, thinking that uh, you know nobody would look into it. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, what is that, Patrick? Oh, what's this? What's this white thing in here? Oh, that's just magic. That that cures it faster, you know. It just makes it go quicker, love. That's how it goes. And how do you take it? Do you do you drink it? Do you swallow? No, no, no. You stick it up your butt. It's a suppository. Yes, trust me. You're gonna love it. It's a little uncomfortable at first, but once it's up there, man, just think of the healing powers. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <sighs> yeah. Well, the stuff people come up with, man. It, some, or as they say, some people's kids. There you go, there you go, or some people's parents. <laughs> God, I hope this person. Oh not a my parent, gosh! Yes, yes. In any oh, case, th- that warrants a how about no, but I don't have my button. So how about no? There you go. Well, we've got a great show. It is Friday today. Our show is oozing with goodness. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's
It is Friday. We are looking forward to the weekend, and we like to take you into the weekend with good news, everyone. We also have fun history facts. We have another call-in contest. It's another Phoenix face-off. Today's uh, subject is best song from an 80s movie. We have a segment called... Call in, baby! (laughs) We have a segment called What Could Go Wrong? We have this day in history, and when we return, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. After these messages, we'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. Now, we love the interaction from you guys, the listeners and watchers, whether you're chiming in on our Facebook page or you are leaving us a message on the Phoenix line. Now, the Phoenix line... Ah! <laughs> I'm going to get a sound effect one of these days for it. Yeah, yeah, that that would just be fun. That was a terrible Friday morning, whatever the hell that was. But uh, the Phoenix line is a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in, chime in on anything whatsoever, any topic, just to check in, tell us how you're doing, tell us if we're wrong, or if we're being just plain goofy. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. It is Friday, August 28th, and here is your Filippo Fast Five. There's a lot of F's in that one, huh? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Backstreet's back. All right. Backstreet Boy AJ McLean is going to join Dancing with the Stars Season 29 officially. He's the first one to come out and confirm. So there you go. If you're watching uh, Dancing with the Stars and like the Backstreet Boys. Netflix Altered Carbon has been canceled after two seasons. Um, I know they had Anthony Mackie in it. Never saw it, but uh, good show. Now the uh, yeah, now you got two seasons. Not too lot, not too much to binge there. Nope. Joe Joe Ruby, Scooby Doo, and Dynamut co-creator has sadly passed away. Roy's room, Joe passed away. I don't know. That that was a weird Shaggy Scooby hybrid. Right. That's uh, <laughs> kind of strange. DC fandom generated 22 million global views, wow. uh, turning into a success amongst others. So I could actually see uh, the uh, the way Comic Cons and things are done. Uh, DC did it correctly, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, And then lastly, in the Filippo Fast Five, Martin Lawrence and Snoop Dogg will top line and star in a DC drama series called Game uh, from Jerry Bruckheimer TV and CBS 2 TV Studios. I'm guessing with CBS TV TV Studios, it will be on CBS All Access, although it does not say where it will air. But Snoop Dogg and Martin Lawrence, that could be an interesting pairing. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it. We'll see. But uh, moving on to the actual entertainment news, do you know what today is? Oh, 
Well, it's Friday, and it's new movie Friday. You damn Skippy, we are back, baby. I didn't think we'd ever say that. Right? We are back, and as I know, well turned, it finally happened. New Mutants is out. Finally. You can go see New Mutants. Like, it, it exists. You can go to the theaters. <laughs> you can see it. There's a Bill and Ted 3. What the hell is going on? Excellent. So, movie going is slowly returning to life after five months, which has felt like five billion freaking years. Yep. New titles are going to start coming out today. Disney's uh, New Mutants, as I was saying, opens in 2,412 different locations today, and it should lead the weekend box office. There's a prediction of a 7 to $10 million range, which doesn't seem like a lot in the old days, but today, that's a lot of money. Yeah, uh, so, also, Bill and Ted is also in theaters and is also on video on demand, so if you don't want to get back out there in theaters, no big deal. It is on demand, baby. You can check it out at home. Uh, I plan on just. I am just so damn excited. I don't even. I don't even know where to smile. Like <laughs> coming out next week, Tenet's gonna be out. Yes. Uh, it is a great day. Just theaters. I'm soaking that in. You guys should all soak that in. Okay, enough soaking in. Movies back out. Let us know if you go. If you're gonna go see any this weekend. If so, what are you going to see? You're going to see a classic, going to see a new one. Uh, shoot us a mini review or something on the Phoenix line. I don't know. Throwing it out there. Throwing some fun stuff. Love it. Uh, moving on to TV news. Netflix officially has taken us back to Raccoon City with a live action Resident Evil TV series. Huh. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, the project is being written by Supernatural producer Andrew Dabb, who is also serving as the showrunner and executive producer. Bron- Bronwyn Hughes from The Walking Dead and Away uh, is attached as the director and executive producer for the first two episodes. Resident Evil is my favorite game of all time, Dabb said. I'm incredibly excited to tell an all-new chapter in the amazing story and bring the first-ever Resident Evil series to Netflix. Members around the world for every type of Resident Evil fam, including those joining us for the first time. The series will be complete with a lot of old friends and some things bloodthirsty, insane things people have never seen before. In terms of plot, the show's story is set to unfold across two different timelines. The first timeline follows Jade and Billy Wesker, two teens who move to the manufacturer corporate town of raccoon city Did you know that takes place in colorado no i didn't yeah it does raccoon city's a fictional city in colorado um as time goes on the siblings discover that their father is keeping secrets that could destroy the world Longtime players of the game likely recognize the surname wesker as it ties back to albert wesker one of the series main antagonists the second timeline will take place more than a decade in the future with less than 15 million humans who have survived on Earth, the, domin- the dominant species is a population of over 6 billion monsters infected with the T-virus. Now 30 years old, Jade does her best to survive in this new world haunted by secrets of her past. Um, I don't know about you, man. This is the first I've even heard about it, uh, yeah. first time reading about it, but uh, this could be really damn cool on Netflix. 
I, uh, yeah, I mean, give it a an R rating or, you know, TVMA. And, you know, the Paul W.S. Anderson movies, they were all right. You know, some were a little more cheesy than others. I hope this takes more of just that pure, gritty, you know, fun that you come to expect from the games. Yeah, because the first uh, Paul Anderson one, the, the original Resident Evil movie, was pretty damn cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You're all going to die down here. And he created his own universe with Alice and all that. Like, he... Right. He didn't stick to the video game like he kept the video game basics, but introduced new characters. And it seems like they're going to do the same here. Um, it's going to be awesome when they tie up with uh, Chris and Jill Redfield and uh, and some of the other big characters. So uh, it doesn't say uh, when is pretty long. It just says season one will consist of eight one hour episodes, though no premiere date has been announced. So. Uh, very excited for that. Um, look forward to it. I figure it's at least a year out. It's only in pre-production right now. But, uh, yeah, something to look forward to in the future. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to uh, park news. This is kind of interesting. Uh, when I mean parks, I mean theme parks. Uh, the head of Disney Disney's theme parks said the company is ready to reopen Disneyland as soon as California officials establish health and safety guidelines that would allow theme parks to reopen. That blows my mind that Disneyland is still not open. Right. They're losing millions each day they're closed. Oh, it's insane, bro. It, it even makes me think like how lucky you and I were to go back in January yeah. uh, before the world took a poop. So um, <laughs> state officials have not allowed theme parks to reopen because of a spike in coronavirus cases. However, Orange County, where Disneyland resides, was removed Sunday from a list of counties on California's monitoring list for coronavirus. On his website, the city of Anaheim said that there would be no immediate change in business reopening plan. Anaheim is in a stage three of reopening businesses, which excludes theme parks. The city only gives coming months as the timing as it's moved into stage four. Josh DiArmo, chairman of Disney Parks Products and Experiences Unit, said the company is waiting on state officials to give the go ahead. Um, as soon as the guidelines are set in place, I can tell you we are ready tomorrow to... Amaro told Roger Dow, president and CEO of the U.S. Travel Association, Disneyland was supposed to open July 17th, but of course has been postponed. Um, the state has had more than 679,000 cases as of Tuesday. Um, that's more than any other state, according to US, USA Today data. Once it does open, Splash Mountain riders may notice that the sing-along Zippity-Doo-Da will no longer be heard in the background. Uh, lame. Right. The park, the park confirmed that the tunes was removed. So it's going to be retooling that ride and elements of the terrible, not because they think it's racist, 1946 film Song of the South. I'm just throwing that in because Mike and I recently watched Song of the South. What a garbage Disney movie. It was <laughs> terrible. Anyways, if you didn't know, the new ride's theme will be The Princess and the Frog, which I would have liked to... Um, Moana theme that would have been really sweet or maybe a mixture right. maybe a, of a lot of different Disney rides like Little Mermaid into Moana into that I don't know something different yeah anywho here nor there uh Disneyland still not ready to go but we're making progress uh, but Disney World is still open and is still very quiet so uh if you get out there that would be a great time to go there I'm I'm getting a bad disney itch i would love to go oh yeah and especially i mean virtually no lines um 
you know, obviously you put yourself at risk if you do go, but if you're not worried about it or if you're able to self-contain afterwards, by all means, you know, enjoy oh, absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Um, I got a couple of gift ideas in this last entertainment story. Um, coming out this Tuesday, fans of The Goonies and Beetlejuice uh, will have some pretty cool gift sets coming out. Cool. Um, so if you need a gift for a friend, a family member, or even yourself, come on, you deserve it. Two classic movies are about to get a gorgeous special edition gift uh, gift sets, and that would be The Goonies and Beetlejuice. Two of the all-time greats from the 1980s, which, by the way, today's call-in topic best 80s movie soundtrack and songs so yep. call in for that win some subway i mean Ooh, take work. that back porticeps hey no one wants subway barf no garbage subway sandwich, here you know porticeps is delicious sorry both sets include uh the movie on 4k and blu-ray and digital they're packaged in special boxes uh the goonies gift set has like a map it's in a treasure box some stickers some collectibles and Beetlejuice comes in the uh, book of the deceased the uh, from the movie. You can flip through that. I'll share the link on there. You guys can take a look. I'm out Shut of time. I can't explain money. everything. So I'll throw it up there for you guys to see. But we got to dance on to birthdays because that was a long entertainment set. Yeah, so we do. Let's roll, baby. It's my That's my honey boo-boo. Squeeze right there. Picture a fat tub tub. Uh, poor Honey Boo Boo is 14. Wow. And uh, Jack, yeah, I know, crazy, right? Uh, Jack Black, awesome comedian, 50. Uh, Ar- Army Hammer has the coolest name. I swear that name is cool. 31. Shania Twain, still beautiful as ever, is 54. Jason Priestley, who hasn't aged very much, is 50. Wow. Leanne Rimes, who my ex-wife used to look like, surprisingly, 37. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, the MILF from American Pie, is 58. Daniel Stern from Home Alone, 62. And rest in peace, comic book legend Jack Kirby passed away at age 76 many moons ago. But today would have been Jack Kirby's birthday. Happy birthday, everybody. We'll see you after the break, after Christian runs this. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we're going to take you into the weekend on an up note. It is good news, everyone. Don't go anywhere. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. Now, we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. So if you can't catch us in the morning, you can catch us in the evening there or anytime on replay on our social media channels. Speaking of which, I can be reached at Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian. Phoenix. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot San Filippo eighty one. 
Now, it is Friday, and something we like to do on Friday, with all the craziness out in the world, with all the bad news that comes out, we like to find those little nuggets of good people doing good things and read them over to you guys, take you into the weekend on an up note with a segment we like to call Good News, Everyone. So kicking things off, we'll start with mine. Skyla Mariquin has kept busy this summer vacation. A rising seventh grader from McAllen, Texas, 12-year-old Mariquin wanted to do something nice for the healthcare workers who cared for her beloved great-grandmother, whom she calls Gigi. My boys called her great-grandmother Gigi, too. When she was hospitalized with COVID-19 in July. When she and her mother went to hold up homemade signs outside Gigi's hospital windows, it was the nurses who got the ailing woman up from her hospital bed to see Skyla and the family outside. The main inspiration was basically from my great-grandma, who was sick with COVID for 20 days, Mariquin told Yahoo. So we went to go visit her with our signs and hoped she would see us because she was on the fourth floor. I was really grateful because her nurses helped her get up to see us. I wanted to thank the nurses, and that's how the idea began. Wanting to do something special for the healthcare workers, Mariquin created the McAllen Nurse Care Kit Project, filling gallon-sized bags with treats ranging from granola bars and chips to pens and notepads. Each bag comes with a handwritten card thanking them for their hard work and dedication, was delivered to McAllen Medical Center, the doctor's hospital at Renaissance in Edinburgh, Rio Grande Regional Hospital in McAllen, and Edinburgh Regional Hospital, where Gigi was treated. So they have something to munch on during their lunch break if they don't have anything with them, or they need something to snack on, and they also contain a handwritten card to show that we appreciate them, Mariquin told Yahoo again. As her efforts gained momentum, Mariquin recruited 65 of her fellow troop members from the McAllen Girl Scouts Service Unit to help. After creating 213 kits with friends and family, the Girl Scouts packed an additional 200, bringing the total to 413 kits for the hospitals. Quote, I've learned that even if it's just a little tiny thing, for example, if I were to give a nurse a granola bar, they're still going to appreciate it and still know that someone is they're thinking of them, says Mariquin, who will receive a Girl Scout patch for her hard work and thanking them for their service, no matter how small it is, from a small cookie to a whole bouquet of flowers. They're still going to know that someone's there and that someone is thinking of them. Mariquin's mother, April Guajardo, is extremely proud of her daughter's work. She said, I'm just proud that she took the time because it's hours from the packing of the kits, organizing and writing these handmade cards. I'm really glad she was able to do this experience because this summer wasn't the same as it usually is, but it's good we made it a little bit more impactful to the community. Luckily, Gigi has since been released from the hospital and is back home recovering. Skyla was even able to visit her great-grandmother recently and tell her about her hard work. So, uh, good on you, Skyla, Mariquin, and that is my... Good news, everyone! That was great news. Yeah. Uh, my, mine is a uh, very heroic one. So I think it's good, new, it's good news for this person. So we're going down to Lodi, California. All right. Uh, a, a, police, uh, in Lodi, a police officer in Lodi acted quickly when she sprang into action to save a man in a wheelchair who got stuck in the tracks at a railroad crossing. Officer Erica Yura was in her patrol car Wednesday when she spotted a freight train barreling toward a man. Her body cam caught the video. It caught the incident on video as it unfolded. 
from my peripheral view, I could see the train was pretty very was pretty much very close. So I could just grab a hold of his arm, she said in an interview Friday that aired on today. In the video, she can be seen pulling him out of the track seconds before the train came through. Yura, a 14-year veteran of the police force, truly did act swiftly. The time came, the time between her getting out of the car and the train crossing was only 15 seconds. The man she helped is in stable condition. We are very proud of Officer Yura with her heroic actions, uh, Police Captain Griffin said in a statement on Thursday. Thanks to her awareness and quick action, she was able to save the man's life at great personal risk to herself. This is another shining example of the brave actions that men and women of law enforcement exhibit every day. Uh, Yura said she was only doing what should be done in such a moment. I just did it. What I felt anybody would do in my situation um, would have done. And that if that was my family member or friend that was stuck, I want, I would want someone to come out and help. So um, in this video, just kind of terrifying. It's a uh, older uh, person just, you know, in one of those electric scooters mm -hmm. and the front wheel is stuck in the track and they have oh. a cane. So she was able to get him out of the video literally as the train comes barreling and just gets the, gets the little motor scooter, but uh, she's able to save him. So um, pretty heroic uh, stuff there. And, but the good news is, is he is alive and she is okay as well. So surviving of the day there. I'd certainly say that that's good news, everyone. Yeah, with all the grief that uh, police have been getting recently, um, you know, it's great that stories like this exist to show that, uh, you know what, the, the vast majority of police are, are good, hardworking people doing their job, trying to protect and serve. And sh this is just another example of that sort of dedication to people they don't even know. Yeah, that is... Uh... That's just awesome because that's the thing. They, she, she didn't know that person, but she jumped into action like that. And it was just instant reaction. Like, I got to save this person. And literally with the train just coming, I mean, not even a bat of fear. Just I'm sure there was fear on the inside, but right. <laughs> no hesitation. Based on the cam video I see, it's it's literally her like springing into action, grabbing him and pulling out, you know. And I think that's, you know, that's selfless, you know, right. uh, selflessness. It's uh going out to save other people you know it's it's fantastic so. well like they say courage is an, an absence of fear courage is overcoming fear and uh, she certainly stepped up and and did what was truly right uh saving that man's life that's awesome so Love it. you know i wish there was uh you know it's always just good to share those types of stories well all good news that's why we do the good news fridays so good news everybody it is well folks that does it for another friday edition of good news everyone when we come back uh i think earlier in the week yeah early in the work week we did uh, fun animal facts now we're going to do some <laughs> some fun history facts you won't want to miss it, folks. Come back. We'll see you in a few. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. 
Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now in this last segment of the first hour, before we head into our second hour, final of the week, wanted to talk about fun history facts. Earlier in the week, we talked about uh, fun animal facts that, uh, you know, when you, you say something like fun animal facts, you're like, eh, okay, whatever. But they ended up being a lot of fun. Wouldn't you agree, Tone? No, absolutely. That was a real fun one when we did it last time. Yeah, you learn something new. It's entertaining. Well, every day at the very last segment of the show, we do This Day in History, and I came across a list of fun history facts that sound fake but are actually true. For instance, John Scott Harrison is the only person to watch both his father and son become president of the United States, even though he never became president himself. Now, the the thing it doesn't say is if he tried to run. Think about how disappointing that would be if, you know, you tried to be president, could never get there. But, uh, you know, your son all of a sudden pops up and, hey, he's president now. Oh, yeah, that'd be weird. Like, oh, you just won. Oh, okay, Sounds good. Exactly. Uh, Moving on with more fun history facts in June of 1520. England's Henry VIII and Francis France is Francis I, so plural, not no, possessive, sorry. Francis, Francis I, through a joint... Dude, that's a, that's a tongue twister on a Friday. Francis I, first, first Francis on a Friday. Oof. So they threw a joint 18-day party that cost $19 million by today's standards. It was so expensive because the two leaders kept trying to outdo each other. Each feast served 50 different dishes of the time's finest and rarest foods, including swans and dolphins. They're styling and profiling, man. They're wheeling and dealing. Yeah, they are. Damn. I, I could not imagine eating dolphin. No, that that's just that's just wrong. Like no one wants to eat a dolphin. Right. Well, nobody. I, I wouldn't say no one, but uh, most uh, reasonable most people don't. Wouldn't reasonable want to. people don't want to eat dolphins. Right. <laughs> Here's something that was a little bit of a callback to one of our opening segments uh, earlier in the week. People were so afraid of being buried alive in the 18th and 19th century that inventors patented safety coffins that would give the dead the ability to alert those above ground if they were still alive. And that's where we got the term dead ringer from, as we mentioned earlier in the week. Oh, well, that's that also takes me back to one of your uh, your uh, morning questions you asked me. Uh, the the lady in uh, Detroit that was uh, just unconscious and they thought she was dead and they're getting ready to cremate her and she was actually alive. That's frightening. As, yeah. as we talked about. Yep. Scary stuff. Um, and I'm going to post this up on our Facebook page so you guys can check it out. There's actually a picture of how that whole system worked so you can get a uh, feeling for it. Yeah, I, that's crazy. Without that actually crazy. getting a feeling for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of being buried alive, military genius Alexander the Great 
may have been. The historical record of his death is filled with unusual details, including that his body didn't decompose at all in the six days following his supposed death, a fact many attributed to his divinity. Today, doctors believe it is possible he'd become paralyzed due to a neurological disorder called uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome and was mistaken as dead as a result. Whoa, that's uh, okay. Terrifying. Could you imagine like that? Unfortunately, that is how you go. Like you accidentally just get buried alive. Wow. Well, I mean, so much so that they had to create a (laughs) a method for people to notify you if if you weren't dead. Fudge. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. Here's something I didn't realize. Until the 18th century, it was common practice to put animals on trial for crimes from (laughs) theft to murder, and they were routinely sentenced to death. How how would they represent themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Snake. You you bit the person on the trail and you infected you injected poison in them. So that was attempt of murder. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Rattlesnake. We got to give you the death penalty. Um, just, sorry, that's how it goes. This is my courtroom. Does and, the uh, does the <laughs> does the accused have anything to say for themselves? <laughs> Guilty. You're done. (laughs) All right, let's move on with our fun history facts. Ooh, here's something I never realized. Saddam Hussein was given the key to the city of Detroit in 1980. What the hell? Right? Whoa. Order 66. Whoa, that that is a weird one. That's crazy. All right, moving on. In the 19th century, dentures were commonly made using teeth pulled from the mouths of dead soldiers. Many came from 1815's Battle of Waterloo, where 50,000 or so soldiers died. Oof. Oof. Above, that is mortifying, dude. It's just weird to me. (laughs) I I get it. Like, they're, they're not using it anymore. They've passed on. Their teeth get to live on, but man... I couldn't imagine somebody else's teeth in there. No, no. I, uh, you know, we've talked about uh, phobias. I've got a phobia of gum, you know, uh, chewed gum. And uh, I couldn't imagine having somebody's teeth in my mouth. (laughs) All right. Here's a fun history fact for all of those uh, culinary enthusiasts out there. Chopsticks predate the fork by some 4,500 years. The first forks were used by the ruling class in the Middle East and by the Byzantine Empire around 1000 AD. They were frowned upon in Europe, though, for the several uh, for the next several hundred years because they were thought to be a tool of the devil. <laughs> You're the, we're the devils. Ah! <laughs> just just by eating I just with a fork. Buddy. I just thought of Buddy from Seinfeld. Oh, man. All right. Moving on with our fun history facts. Chain letters have their origins in ancient times. Even ancient Egypt's Book of the Dead included a section that promised great benefit in heaven and earth to anyone who copied a specific image. I mean, remember that whole craze when, uh, you know, the Internet started of, uh, you know, pass this along to 10 of your friends or else you're going to uh, have bad luck for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. You still get forms of those, too. You know, 
like there's one going around right now it's like post a picture for 10 day challenge there's always these challenges and stuff although i like posting pictures so that one i'm okay with but yeah you must share this i get those in messenger all the time yeah usually from the older crowd and they're like keep this chain link or cha- keep the chain going i'm like eh. <laughs> well I, i'm good and the challenges you know that's one thing you know there's not ones going around that uh, you know you'll receive some mysterious illness if you don't pass it along but uh, I've actually gotten a kick out of the meme recently that uh, uh, says, you know, is 2020 a result of me not sharing that chain letter? <laughs> You've got mail. It's all your fault. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Uh, moving on with fun history facts. Approximately 750,000 men died in the Civil War, which was more than 2.5% of America's population at the time. Wow. <laughs> That is a lot of people who died in that civil war. Yeah, that's a ton of people, dude. This this is some mind-numbing stuff, like these little facts of uh, simple things you just don't think about. No, no. And things that you never learn in the history books or in history class. No, and so, uh, no they, don't, they don't tell you that. Yep. Yep. Learning is fundamental. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. The world's oldest pub, Sean's Bar, located in Athlone in Central Ireland. Athlone. <laughs> in Central Ireland, has been in business since the Dark Ages. Wow. Whoa. Really? The Dark Ages, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We've been in business since before you were ever born. <laughs> business until you die just come on inside (laughs) (laughs) i just like the undertaker's gong there you go all right moving on in the year 1800 the world population totaled 1 billion today 220 years later the world's population is nearly eight times larger 7.6 billion people that's a lot of that's a lot of love making, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of getting down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, it, it's Ooh. it's no wonder that uh, Mother Nature is just out to call the population. <laughs> Pop- population control. Jeez. Hey, could you imagine how many how much more of this is happening during quarantine? You're either they're either the divorce rate's going to be massive, huge when this is all done. Or the population's about to explode, you know. Or you're like me and you're just alone and none of the above happens. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of quarantine babies coming out of this. Quarantine babies, you were made in the shade. (laughs) Moving on, in Boston in January 15th, 1990. Boston. A massive storage tank filled with 2.3 million gallons of molasses broke and sent a 15-foot tall flood of the sticky stuff flowing through town killing 21 people wow oh, Ooh. i wonder if i wonder if anyone named carl got caught up in that <laughs> just an excuse to use the button tone <laughs> yes sir <laughs> ow i just wagged my foot on the thing all right we got two more before we head into the long break next one it says we may flush urine away today but in roman times urine was used for many purposes including to wash clothes and even to clean teeth as mouthwash Oh. <laughs> oh, disgusting and oh. finally could you 
Before we head into the break tone, sorry to cut you off. Billionaire Jeff Bezos is today's richest person with a net worth of over $100 billion. Actually, he just hit $200 billion. But according to modern estimates, historical figures like Augustus Caesar and Mansa Musa were likely trillionaires by today's standards. God, the things you learn on the show. Folks, we are headed into our long break. When we come back, we have our call-in topic, sorry, our call-in contest, best 80 songs from movies. We'll see you guys in about seven. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, I mentioned in the break that it looks like the uh, zip fizz is kicking in because at the beginning of the show, you were uh, quiet and down, and by the end, you are uh, animated. Yep, that's, that's what the zippy does. By out By the end of the hour, it kicks in and it's like a little <laughs> bolt little jump yeah. and <laughs> not zip- feeling good though man that first hour like always i say this every day but whew, some days it just really flies where you're like oh crap so <laughs> as you can tell like uh, the entertainment segment it was like oh we got to finish this and then the last segment you're like oh you turn into the micro machines guy it started <laughs> And for those of you listening, zip fizz is not a euphemism for cocaine. It is an actual thing that you mix into your drink, and it's uh, sweet, it tastes good, gives you that little boost of energy. Yes, it's a healthy energy mix with zero sugar, B2 energy, hydration, and multivitamins. Find it at your local Costco. And we're not even we're not even spokespeople for zip fizz, and there you go, getting a free plug from us. There you go. And Costco, double double shameless plugs there. There you go. Well, folks, it is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world at the end of this segment for a chance to win a, uh, actually one of two, and just so you know I'm not lying about it, got them right here, Portisubs two-foot classic subs. Wow, words are hard today. Can I have a Portisubs? Like, I would do... I would do anything to have a Portisubs here in Colorado, man. Oh, I love Portisubs. I love me some love Portisubs, them. yeah. So we're giving two of those away in another edition of Phoenix. Taste. Off. 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 All right, and today's Phoenix face-off is... 
movies from eight no sorry songs from 80s movies so the best songs from 80s movies this is where we pit listener versus listener to explain what the best song from an 80s movie is obviously telling us why giving you guys a chance to rebute and then uh, or rebut if you will and then uh, tony and i will pick a winner and hopefully we'll have two matchups uh we always love the interaction on these contests so before we get to you guys the listeners and into the contest of course we wouldn't expect you to do it without giving our choices first now starting off with tony's choice in one of our segments before uh, probably about a month or two back yeah he had already picked uh, uh, a danger zone from Top Gun, which would have been his first pick, but he wanted to change things up a little bit. So instead of danger zone, Tony, what did you pick? Well, you and I were on the same page as well as our friend Lacey. We all picked the three, the same exact one, but I won't spoil that. So uh, I'll let you, when you get to yours, say uh, that one. But we picked that. So since that, we couldn't have the same. I was like, well, what else did I really like as a kid? What really, what song that really, I just really enjoyed that's kind of cheesy yet fun. I picked Ghostbusters, man. I I really liked that dumb song when I was a kid. Who man. doesn't love this? If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who you gonna call? E-Man! E-Man! <laughs> afraid no ghost i am but i still would call it ghostbusters (laughs) (laughs) Uh, talk about one hit wonders i mean ray parker jr who wrote the ghostbusters song uh he's made a career out of that even though yeah he's tried releasing other things but uh that song is about as iconic as it gets from movie soundtracks you know my favorite part of that whole song is not so much the hook i mean it's it is very iconic and everything but it's like the breakdown um where it gets to the middle of the song and in the music video like dan Aykroyd's like laying in bed and there's that girl ghost above him uh-huh. and then there's that sexual in your window i didn't get that as a kid oh but i didn't adult, i'm like oh boston makes me feel good <laughs> <laughs> oh that just adds to it it's it's amazing it, it really does the, f- the funny thing is, I don't know if you know anything about the backstory of that song, but uh, it is purported that Ray Parker Jr. stole the, at least a portion of that song from the singer of our next song. And uh, this is the song that I picked and uh, really kind of came back to me in a, a flush of nostalgia after watching the um, uh, the Josh Gad reunited a part of uh, Back to the Future, where at the very end they had the members of the stage show come together and do their rendition of this song. Oh, 
love that song. You know, Huey Lewis great. turned out a ton of hits in the 80s. It's it's sad that uh, you don't hear more from him these days. But uh, that one was a song written specifically for the movie, but wasn't about the movie, which is quite odd. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. <laughs> That's a little reference to uh, Huey Lewis's uh, cameo in Back to the Future. Yeah. But folks... If you... Sorry, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Tom. No, I was going to say, if you do go back and if you do listen to, um, I was going to say, it's Weird Al's versions, I want a new duck. Huey uh, <laughs> Lewis's, I want a new drug. I want a new drug. That's the, if you listen to that next to Ghostbusters is a YouTube one, you can kind of hear like the similarities there. Yep. Yeah, but in fact, I think he even went to court, and I think uh, Ray Parker Jr. had to pay Huey Lewis a, a certain sum of money. But uh, oh yeah, in any case, folks, we are talking about uh, the best song from an '80s movie. It is a contest where you guys can win one of these, one of two Two Foot Classic subs from Porta Subs. We are opening the phone lines now. Give us a call, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. When we come back, it is another edition of Phoenix Face-Off for a chance to win Porta Subs. Don't go anywhere. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. We are smack dab in the middle of our calling contest. Yes, it's another edition of the Phoenix. Face. Off. Today's contest, we want you to call in for at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. We are talking about the best song from an 80s movie for a chance to win one of two Porta Subs, two-foot classic subs. Porta Subs is so good. Um, Tony slipped up and said Subway earlier. Subway's oh, garbage. Porta Subway's subs is fantastic. disgusting. Yeah, I don't like Subway. I'm sorry. Some people like it. I don't. <laughs> so, uh, as I said, call in now. Obviously, you can't win if you don't call. Again, that number, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. While we are waiting for those calls to come in, our regular listeners, regular contributors, the Yandras, have uh, given their pick. Obviously, uh, unless they call, they're not eligible to win Porta Subs, which they don't have out in Nebraska They anyway. don't have Nebraska anyways. Yeah. But um, Tony sharing. Did, yeah is caring so uh hypothetical can't win a prize face off we'll pit mike versus lacy just for now okay until we get some callers to partake in this uh pardukey but uh mike's pick is uh top guns danger zone okay Okay. all right and then lacy's is girls just want to have fun goonies Um, I, I, what was what was that big Goonies one? The uh, uh, that... she did the the whole soundtrack. Hold on, I've got yeah. it on my list here, and it's here somewhere. Hold okay. on, hold on. I just remember it goes yeah 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 yeah. Yep. Oh, no, and that's they had Madonna. a music video. Where are you? Where are you? Uh, the Goonies are good enough. 
Good enough. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember that song. It was very cheese bally. It was, you know. But uh, you know, there were so many songs and soundtracks to come out of the '80s that, uh, you know, you had big stars who did full albums for movies and uh that was always so much fun now oh, she said sorry it's good enough not girls just want to have fun lol <laughs> so, so good enough versus top guns uh, danger zone okay all right well we do have one caller on hold we just need one more caller to face off against them in this edition of phoenix face oh. so while we're waiting for and yeah well, and I've Jeff, and I caught about that ointment. Uh, well, well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I can't even get it out, Tone. While we are waiting for another caller, and if nobody else calls in, we'll uh, we'll go to the person on hold, and they will automatically be a winner. Look how easy that is. I'll run down oh, a list. How of- simple. Yeah, I'll run down a list of uh, some of the ones that might give you some inspiration for calling in. For instance, one of our favorite movies from 1989, Batman. Yes, Prince did the entire soundtrack for that, but the original song written for it was Bat Dance. Do you remember that oh, one? Oh gosh, yes, I do. The video was cheese bally as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to be Batman today. It's <laughs> not <laughs> so how the bat dance went, but yeah, but remember they kept clipping like uh like uh Jack Nicholson's famous famous line, Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? They kept oh, yeah. looping that and that. Yeah. Batman But the thing is you Oh, now you hear it so cheesy. You normally wouldn't put Batman and Prince together, but uh, for some ha- for some reason, Tim Burton was able to do it uh, flawlessly, and it worked really well for that movie. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, yeah, I forgot all about it until there. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks of the damn video and the song now. Hey, it's in my head. Thanks. It's there. So here's another song from an 80s movie that may give you some inspiration from Beverly Hills Cop in 1984, The Heat Is On by Glenn Frey. Mm, the Heat great Is song. On! Love that song. On the streets. What was <laughs> what was the uh, the main theme though from uh, Beverly Hills Cop? It, it was, was uh, uh, Harold uh, F. I can't think of his last name. Is I'll have to look his last name up. It's a big one, but it was uh, called Axel Foley. That was just That's the title right, of his. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny uh, kendra just chimed in on the uh the uh phoenix page uh axel f um what's funny is and i found this out from one of my boys the most watched youtube video of all time which is this weird like cg frog riding a invisible motorcycle in a chase uses that song in it i don't know if they got the uh, rights to do so but that one video has over a billion views wow yeah um that the the musician that did the axel foley on a side note is harold faltermeyer um he did Axel, obviously Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop. He did uh, Top Gun Anthem. He did the theme from Fletch. Um, and uh, <clears throat> those are kind of his notable ones right there. What Very cool. So you learn something new every day. Folks, we are uh, waiting for one more caller for our uh, another edition of Phoenix. Face. Oh. 
We are talking the best song from an 80s movie. And uh, again, we've got one caller on hold. Thank you so much for holding uh, while we do wait for that other caller. And like I said, nobody else calls in. You are automatically a winner. So uh, do keep holding, please. In the meantime, let's run down uh, the list here of other 80s movies. uh, Sorry, 80s songs from 80s movies. Wow. I can't get this straight today. Here's one that I almost picked because I love the movie so much, but the song is not all that great. It's The Touch from the Transformers animated movie in 1986. You got the touch! Touch! You got the power! (laughs) Keep my day job, don't worry. My two-day job, my day and night job. Yeah, and not a great song, but uh, it's something that definitely brings the nostalgia flooding back anytime I hear it. Yeah, well, it's it's just funny too, especially in the Bumblebee movie. A lot of the tease throw to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it took yeah. place in the '80s, so that obviously helps. How about this one from The Last Dragon in 1985, "Rhythm of the Night" by DeBarge. Mm, don't know that one. This I, is sure the I rhythm it, of the just... night. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. that was like '90s. Nope, 1985. Oh. Lacey just texted me, don't you forget about me from The Breakfast Club. I'm sure that's on the list, too. Lacey, we never forget about you. We never do! (laughs) How about this one? Uh, And this was a movie that was full of original songs for it. Footloose from 1984. But uh, let's hear it for the boy from Denise Williams. I remember that song. Uh, I'm glad you remember that song, Tony. (laughs) Footloose was better. On a side note, Kenny Loggins, Mm -hmm. I had a run-in with him at the Reno airport. Um, Somebody asked me, they're like, do you know who's right behind you? And I'm like, no. And I look by, she goes, that's Kenny Loggins. And I look back and go, the Footloose guy? (laughs) And I obviously know he does Danger Zone. That's one of my favorite songs. And he just looked at us and goes, hey. As my brush with fame with Kenny Loggins there. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Another iconic movie from 1987, Dirty Dancing and the song Hungry Eyes by Eric Cartman. Yeah. By Eric Cartman. Hungry eyes. (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I get to a today. it's uh funny because uh, kendra just chimed in again apparently she's the one on hold said uh, we already talked about footloose but no don't hang up because we want to hear what your pick was especially yes. if it's not the one that we already said but uh we've got about a minute and a half left so let's pick another really oh here's an iconic one before we do go to kendra <sighs> from le mall 1984 is the never-ending story the song, The Never-Ending Story. That was the mm. only good part of the movie. I hate that movie. You hate Never-Ending Story? I'm trying! <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> that was supposed to be a Treyu. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh, you hated that movie? I, I can't. I don't remember it, really. But Well, we went back and rewatched it recently. It, it doesn't hold up it's pretty bad but uh let's do this let's go ahead and since we know who the caller is on the line let's go ahead and talk to kendra shall we hey kendra how's it going it's good how are you guys can you hear me hi we can, we, we can. i was can. actually it was quiet for a second so i was waiting for bob and say yeah 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 bob talk about my ointment for that cream i'll call about that cream <laughs> Well, <laughs> luckily it's not Bob. It is Kendra who has a knack for calling in during the contest. It's almost like she plans it that way. 
Maybe. Yeah, you are. You're really good at the calling contest. <laughs> well, you are you are running unopposed, so uh, tell us your pick for the best song from an 80s movie, and tell us why it's your pick. So it has to be <clears throat> Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Um, right? Like, the you know it's a good guy. 80s song when there's a section of it that's completely unintelligible. Like, I actually had to go and read the I'm like, what the heck is he saying? <laughs> yeah, and you don't need the actual lyrics if the beat is that good. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's actually an an album that I have on vinyl still. <laughs> and you know it's gonna be the best song on the soundtrack when the name of the song is the same as the name of the movie. Right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it, it's a great pick. You know, Kenny Loggins was probably the king of 80s movie soundtracks. Obviously, Danger Zone is is our big favorite here. But, uh, Kendra, again, thank you for calling in. You are the winner of a two-foot classic sub from Porta Subs. Hopefully, uh, you've got a Porta Subs near you, or at least you can get to a Porta Subs where you can use it because it is a fantastic sandwich place. So there isn't, so I, I live in Colorado, um, not anywhere near Tony even. So yeah. is there somebody who would take my Porta Sub gift certificate? Since, you know, I'm the only one to call, I tend to win a lot. <laughs> you do. Um, I think we can figure something out. But uh, yeah, well, we'll connect up uh, off air and uh, figure it out from there. But uh, if you ever do get a chance to uh, check out Porta Subs, so good. So good. So good. Well, if so I check good. them out, then, you know, maybe next time I'll, I'll keep the gift card. There you go. Well, Kendra, thank you again for <laughs> calling in, as yeah, always. Yeah, thanks, Kendra. We love your input. And yeah, no worries. Folks, that does it for our call-in contest today. When we come back, we have a segment called What Could Go Wrong? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. Now, we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on any subject whatsoever. Maybe you want to chime in on the best song from an 80s movie. While you can't win anything, we still love to hear from you. Um, Or you can just tell us if we're wrong about our choices. That number for the Phoenix line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, wanted to go over a, uh, what I'm calling what could possibly go wrong. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that we live in a world right now where uh, instant karma is more instant than ever, especially with the age of the Internet. And came across a list of things where uh, people may regret those decisions as soon as they put them out uh, for the world to see. For instance, uh, this first one, which is right up your alley tone. 
says, uh, what could go wrong if I complain to Costco? So person puts up a post that says, I will not shop at Costco until you remove your mandatory, mandatory mask rule. So Costco replies, thank you for taking such a brave stand, Sharon. We look forward to the documentary they will make about you someday. Jack replies back, wow, not very professional response, Costco. Looks like I'll be getting my membership membership refund myself. It should be a choice. And then Costco responds back, we've chosen not to refund you. Um, I don't know if that's Costco corporate, but I'm pretty sure that uh, that's not something they can do. Right, Tone? No, no, that's definitely not Costco. That's someone just that's some other jag on on the other side of that. That's 100 percent not Costco. Costco wouldn't do that. Now, here's the thing. You shop at Costco you know, it is, you know, we regulate the masks. We've been doing that, even though a lot of counties and governments weren't doing it at first. Now, most are. And that's just kind of the thing. Unfortunately, you have to wear the mask. It's just just the deal. Now, um, if you have complaints about it, like if you want to cancel your membership over it, you absolutely can. Like no one can tell you not to. Um, <clears throat> you just go up to your membership counter at, at your local Costco um, let them know if you're ever dissatisfied, they'll refund your membership. You know, we want you to be there. But at the same time, you know, if it's over a mask thing and you feel that strongly where you can't shop there anymore because of that, well, it sucks that you're going to leave. But, you know, you're free to do so. Yep. Yep. You know, it, there's it, always more tactful ways to do that. I can 100 percent tell you that's nobody that works at Costco replying like, I don't know. That's some fake handle or something that. They didn't exist. Yeah, you would hope so. You know, just remember, as consumers, retail locations have the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason. So, you know, if, if you don't agree with uh, what their stance is, then guess what? You don't have to shop there. Yeah, you don't. You can go anywhere. It's a free country. I mean, as a guy that works, <laughs> works and loves his company at Costco, you just, you know, we... Our, we we thrive because you pay for memberships. That's how we stay afloat. Yep. Uh, if you're not happy, you just it's like a gym membership or anything. You just don't you don't go, you don't use it, go get refunded. Don't you don't have to do it. So. Easy as that. Well, let's move yeah. on uh, with this topic of what could go wrong. So, what could go wrong if I dump my boat illegally? So it says uh, people have been illegally dumping their old boats all around abandoned neighborhoods in Detroit. So this one newscaster on the local news station has been collecting them and finding out who the owners are by looking up the ID numbers on the boats. And then she puts them on a flatbed truck and brings them back to their owners wearing a captain's hat. And she knocks on their doors and says, hey, we found your boat. That's brilliant. I love that. (laughs) That is pretty damn good. (laughs) Oh, me matey, I found your boat. Uh, here's uh, something where, uh, you know, in the day of social media, maybe it's not best if uh, you mix uh, your work friends with your friend friends. <clears throat> Says, what could go wrong if you cuss at your boss on Facebook? Person puts, oh, my God, I hate my job. My boss is a total pervy wanker, always making me do S stuff just to piss me off. Well, the bo- <laughs> wanker, the, ba- the boss replied, hi. I guess you forgot about adding me on here. Firstly, don't flatter yourself. Secondly, you've worked here about five months and you didn't work out that I'm gay. I know I don't prance around the office like a queen, but it's not exactly a secret. Thirdly, that S stuff is called your job. 
you know, what I pay you to do, but the fact that you seem able to F up the simplest of tasks might contribute to how you feel about it. And lastly, you also seem to have forgotten that you have two weeks left on your six-month trial period. Don't bother coming in tomorrow. I'll pop your P45 in the post. I assume that's your uh, pink slip. And you can come in whenever you like to pick up your stuff you've left here. And yes, I'm serious. Instant karma. Love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's just the whole thing, too. You got to be careful with uh, what you say. Just be grateful you have a job, you know? <laughs> we we all have jobs, and not everything you do with them is always a lot of fun. Nope. But, uh, that'll definitely bite you if you go to vent on social media. It always comes back to, fa- to haunt you and find you. It does. Moving on, what could go wrong if I park in that reserved space for the umpteenth time? Says yesterday, a mate of mine told the driver of the black Corsa not to park in the company's parking space for the umpteenth time. He gave my mate attitude, so my mate put up scaffolding around his car. And there's a picture of the car, which I'll post here on uh, the the Facebook page. Um, The car that has literal scaffolding, metal bars all around it. I could only imagine what that driver did when he came out. Right. Yeah, that's... uh... (laughs) Oh, buddy. (laughs) moving on what could go wrong if you park your car in a non-parking zone at the supermarket well uh, this person found out as their car was surrounded by carts by big metal carts again they're not going anywhere fast no i think that is uh, instant karma there you know i've actually seen that at a uh, walmart of all places um no surprise but uh yeah somebody actually had a little car and actually parked in the cart corral Mm-hmm. And you know, so people there's somebody did block them in there. It was like, well, <laughs> yeah, if you can be dumb enough to do that. Although that is funny if you come out and you're like, why is my car surrounded by that? Way to go, a hole! <laughs> Definitely funny to see. Just, just be smart. And like I said, I'm going to be posting these on our Facebook page so you can check them out for yourself. Like this one: What could go wrong if you burn 3.3 tons of weed? in a residential area and it says uh, the Philippine national police burning marijuana trees. You know, it shows them burning these giant things. And then there's a picture of one officer who has glazed over red eyes, baked out of his mind. That's well, man, I'm going to burn down these trees, man. There's just too many. (laughs) Just uh, that's a, that's a pretty funny, uh, story right there (laughs) let's move on what could go wrong if i decide to let my white dog out after i mow my lawn and then there's a picture of this adorable dog who uh, decided to roll in the freshly mowed lawn no longer a white dog rather uh uh, quite a dark shade of green no that's awesome awful because like you now got to go give the dog a bath and giving dogs a bath is not fun no not at all it's not fun at all especially if they don't like it no man that's even worse when you have to hold them there and then they shake in there and then i don't know if your dogs do it but afterwards they do that weird run around like and then they're rolling in the couch and they're oh like, yeah just, yeah it's yeah. nuts they get the zoomies and everything goes <laughs> yeah their zip fizz kicks in man and they're all over the damn place moving <laughs> on what could go wrong if i just feed this one monkey and it shows a person being just overrun by monkeys i assume in in a uh, asian city somewhere but uh, yeah don't feed the monkeys yeah don't feed the monkeys and don't feed your mogwai after midnight and don't get them wet don't expose them to sunlight just you know, follow the rules it's just common sense 
Simple. Speaking of common sense, what could go wrong if you use a Walmart bag when bleaching your hair? And uh, shows a person <laughs> with a freshly bleached hair, but they didn't realize that the print of the Walmart bag would also embed itself in their hair. So it's got the 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 symbol and the words, and it's uh, ooh, I feel bad for them. <laughs> Roll back. Roll back. Smiley face. Walmart. Roll ooh. back. This one's a hard one to look at. It says, what could go wrong if you keep your feet on the dashboard and get into a car accident? Well, oh, it, it shows Ooh. their hip completely knocked out uh, in an x-ray. Oh, Ooh. You don't do that. Yeah, they. that's just something I learned as a kid, too. I was always told, never do that just in case you're in a head-on or you're going to be a hurting unit. So, <laughs> yeah, just don't do it. Just don't. And folks, before we head into the break, probably more for our female listeners or guys with long hair. What could go wrong if I wear a click pen in my hair? Well, it shows a woman uh, on a bus or a subway and has writing all over the back of her neck because the pen <laughs> is pointed down. But as I mentioned, uh, we will post these on our Facebook page for you guys to check out. I strongly suggest you do that. When we come back, we head into the final segment of the final episode of this week. Yes, it is This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Well, you did it, folks. You made it to the end of the show, the final segment of the final show of the week. It is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, August 28th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us. Click on the shows and podcasts link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video. You can get audio as well. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, dozer, deezer, geezer, gozer. Are you a god? Yes, I am Jesus. <laughs> okay, I flipped my eyelids in for that one. Did you? Yes, I, <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, I did. It burns. So the audience is probably like, what the hell is going on? Yes, I'm a god. While you're there, be sure to subscribe so you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. That way we can know what you think. And tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And speaking of caring and sharing, we're going to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh with This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. <laughs> Never gets old. All right. Uh, first up in This Day in History, This Day 476 marks the end of the Western Roman Empire when Orestes, father of Emperor Romulus Augustulus, is captured and executed by Odacer and his followers. Uh, boy, those were a lot of hard names I'm to just, say. But I was going to say, I'm so glad that you did that because that would have been Filippo and I would have just simply called them all My name is Jeff. and just called it, called it a day. So. <laughs> Jeff, the father of Jeff, is captured and executed by Jeff and his followers. My name is Jeff. It's all about Jeff. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> this day in 1609, English explorer Henry Hudson discovers and explores Delaware Bay. And I assume he is the uh, reason that uh, the Hudson River has the name Hudson River. 
Yeah, also, you know, a distant cousin of uh, Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson. <laughs> not 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 factual, but just maybe. Hey. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Stranger things are happening. <laughs> This day in 1789, William Herschel discovers Saturn's moon Encladius, Enceladus, Enceladus. Indubious. It's stupendous. It's one of those. Marvelous. Tremendous. Uranus. Jupiterus. <laughs> Thanks, Herschel. That's the only normal thing I got out of that, Herschel. Yeah. That's it. That's all you, I got for you. You would think they'd come up with a little bit easier to pronounce names. Man, you are picking some tough ones, brother. Speaking of... Oh, good for you! Speaking of a tough name to pronounce, especially if you read it, this day in 1837, pharmacists John Leah and William Perrins manufacture Worcester sauce. Or if you're oh, reading gosh, it... Oh, gosh, that's such a hard name. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> yeah, there was a girl... Um, they actually, a friend, she, was, she, she won one contest on here. Her last name is... Similar to that, I think it's Worcester is her last name. Okay. And like on her uh, Facebook, it's Worcester, Worcestershire. I can't say it. Worcester Worcester. You, you just blend it's it all together. I don't know why I did that. I didn't think that was the same dun dun. Jeez. There you go. <laughs> that was pretty ominous. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of ominous, this day in 1884, the first known photograph is a. Uh, blah. Let's start that over. Words are hard. Friday. I need, I need a rewind button on here. This day in 1884, the first known photograph of a tornado is made near Howard, South Dakota. Ooh, photograph. I don't want y'all. <laughs> tornado photograph. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool looking too. You ever see a tornado in real life? I have. It's terrifying. It is pretty damn creepy, man. Especially when it comes out of the sky, it's just like, you're like, whoa. I know you guys get uh, your fair share there in Colorado. And, uh, you know, especially when those uh, tornado sirens start going off, it's. Dude, it's freaky, man. That is such a freaky sound. (laughs) I've only seen one in my entire time living here, but I've heard the sirens twice. Very creepy. Yeah. Well, moving on this day in 1937, Toyota Motors becomes an independent company. It's a sign, man. I love Toyota. You do. Now, at that point, they didn't have any of the uh, trucks that they've been come to be known for. But, uh, you know, they they make some great vehicles, especially their engines. I I, I said yes, and then I froze. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, the, the Tacomas and the Forerunners, I have a special place in my heart for those. Let's move on with this day in history. This day in 1946, the film noir movie The Killers premieres, directed by Robert Siedmack, starring Burt Lancaster and Ava Gardner, based on a story by Ernest Hemingway. Movie you've ever seen, Tone? No, never seen it. Is it the one that with the, it's like a bunch of uh, gangs and stuff? Uh, from 1946, probably not. No. Okay, no. Couldn't say I've seen it. <laughs> I got nothing for you on that one, man. Sorry. How about news? No. Never it's saw right. it. 
Uh, here's probably the biggest thing to come out of this day in history. This day in 1963, Martin Luther King Jr. delivers his I Have a Dream speech addressing the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom Civil Rights March at Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. And I believe that there is another march organized for today as well. Ooh, that would be good. With everything going on, man, uh, Dr. King, he definitely uh, started a good movement uh, back in the day. So, <laughs> Speaking of starting a good movement, here's something I can absolutely get behind. This day in 1965, Bob Dylan is booed for playing electric guitar at a concert in New York's Forest Hills. Um, I'd boo him for anything, <laughs> but... Uh... Uh... You definitely don't like yeah, it. Yeah, you got to get in your grandstanding and your hot dogging, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a little bit of a callback from earlier. This day in 1965, the first Subway sandwich shop opens in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Barf. Go to Porta Subs. It's better. Oh, Porta Subs. Way better than Subway. I'm, I want Porta Subs. I'm pissed we don't have Porta Subs. <laughs> You should get them, and, uh, you know, they're franchised. Why don't you open a franchise, Tone? Uh, that's a lot of work, dude. It is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I kind of like traveling and stuff, so uh, I'm going to have to say... Uh, How about no? But good idea. Somebody else could do that, and I'll, I'll give you my business. <laughs> All right. Uh, in a trio of music-related this day in history, this day in 1973, Bobby Boris Pickett's song Monster Mash goes gold. <laughs> they did that mash. Oh man, I just thought of a dirty version of that one <laughs> that I saw on Funnier Die a couple of years ago. But the monster mash. That's such a dumb song. It really is. A late night I'll be the graveyard. Yes. It's great around Halloween time. Any other time of the year. No thanks. That's a, such a dumb song. On the same day in 1973, today, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple also went gold. That's a oh, great I song. I thought Metallica wrote that. Yes, they wrote it back in 1973 <laughs> when they were about 10 <laughs> years old. I just kidding. That that uh, live S binge and purge album from '93. Um, that they played a cover of that, and they're like, "I bet you didn't know we wrote that." <laughs> they're like, "Darn fool, idiot!" <laughs> I know they didn't. It's it's Deep Purple. Fantastic song. Yep. This day, 1973, arguably one of the sexiest songs of all time. Let's get it on. The 13th studio album by Marvin Gaye is released. Yeah, he liked to make babies in that song. He liked to give it the... And all its beautiful glory. <laughs> this day, 1981, John Hinckley pleads innocent to attempt to assassinate U.S. President Ronald Reagan. How'd that work out for him? Mm, Ronald Reagan, the act? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you I kept it mellow this time. Right. I butchered it yesterday. I just kept it basic today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it didn't work out too well for you. Hinkle did it. Nope. This day in sports history, 1987, Mike Schmidt passes Ted Williams and Willie McCovey with 522 home runs. I remember Mike Schmidt. I do. Fantastic player for, uh, he was the third baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies, right? He's he, third base. He was. Uh, he played there his, uh, I believe, his entire career. Um, but uh, I just remember him from that. So, yeah, that's awesome news. I love the baseball factoids you throw on here. <laughs> 
And then finally, this day in 2003 in Who the Hell Cares News, the 20th <laughs> MTV Video Music Awards, Missy Elliott, Beyonce, and Justin Timberlake all win awards. I like Timberlake there. Here nor there. Eh. I do too. All right, before we head out for the weekend, folks, we like to uh, drop a few holidays for today on you. Some weird ones today. It is uh, Crackers Over the Keyboard Day. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is uh, Forgive Your Foe Friday. Nah, F that. Keep the, keep the feud going. It is National. Since when did you become the physical type? <laughs> it is National Power Rangers Day. Ooh, go, go. National Race Your Mouse Around the Icons Day. Okay. National Radio Commercial Day, which we're about to head into. And finally, International Read Comics in Public Day. I can get behind that. Folks, have a wonderful weekend. We will be back Monday with a brand new episode. See you all then.